mind, body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. It's a special episode. 100. It's our 100th episode. Yeah. We've been doing the show for about two years now. It's our 100th episode. We want to thank everyone that's been here listening, supporting, taking part in the show. Yeah, I mean, you told me from the beginning, if we hit 100 episodes, it's a a mile marker. Um, A pretty cool thing to look at and say, you know, we've been around long enough to know that we're either doing it because we like to hear ourselves talk. (laughs) Or that too. Or we've actually had some pretty good people on the show. We've had some great episodes and especially since we're going into 2020. I can't believe it. But everybody has resolutions, and we thought it would be a great idea to get the body moving, to eat the right food, and some just good common-sense goals for us going into 2020. Yeah, I think it's so neat that our 100th episode falls in the very first week of the new year of the new decade. That wasn't planned. Right. And a lot of good things aren't planned. So I guess we should jump right to it. huh? We have got Chelsea Denote since she is a dietitian and she has her own practice and I'll let her tell you about it more. Hey, Chelsea. Hi, guys. Hey, Chelsea daughter. Yeah, Chelsea daughter, we got you. (laughs) Hey, that's me. Hey, we got you live. Um, We wanted to bring you on first to talk about the idea of resolutions. What does that mean? It means to resolve. And uh, not a better person than you with your diet and your background now with your own business, which is called what? Fuel for Thought Nutrition. We talked about this over Christmas. You had a couple things you wanted to talk about. So you just go ahead, have some fun. Okay. So I think that the biggest thing that I try to get through to my clients is just kind of getting away from the quote unquote diet mentality. You know, I start hearing it in November. People say to me like, well, you know, Thanksgiving's around the corner and then it's Christmas and then it's the new year. So I'm just going to start fresh in the new year. I'm going to start my diet right off in the new year. And I just think that that's not a very sustainable mindset. I mean, what do you guys think? How, do you feel like you have had success with that or do you know people who have success with that? I think it's not just diet. I, I hear it in the dojo and what I do. Right. People are always making excuses, always. And whatever yep. that is, they're going to use and they're going to prop it up and create another obstacle to reach their goal. You're absolutely right. I think that one of the big things that I try to get through to my clients is just that. So getting out of the diet mentality. It's more kind of about Focusing on physical feeling and also the mental aspect about how food makes you feel. Okay. So really, there's three main points. There's intuitive eating, which we'll talk about. There's mindful eating. And then there's what's called the 80-20 rule. And all three of these things are kind of just trying to, again, get out of the all or nothing mentality and really just focus on food as fuel, right? Okay. So the intuitive eating aspect is really trying to just get back to basics. It sounds silly, but really just focusing on your hunger and fullness cues, right? Okay. So if you have like a hunger scale of one to 10, one being I'm like so starving, I will eat literally whatever in front of me. 10 being I'm so full, I have to unbutton my pants. You never want to get to either of those ends, right? You want to try to be within like the three to six or four to seven range on your scale. Not so hungry and not so full, just feeling satisfied. Well, I think, and, too, and I'm going to make a point. You know, yeah. when we were brought up, we were always finished. My family, you, you didn't, you just didn't leave food on the table. You just didn't. Yep. No matter how full you were, you had, to, you had to shove it down your throat. I mean, I get that, too, because there's a lot of people that are without food. So there's a reason, a mental reason for that. But I think we always overserve, yeah. so then we feel compelled to overeat, right? 
Exactly. So that was one of the things, you know, when I was doing some research on intuitive eating, because it's a bigger topic that, you know, is looking at food again, just how it makes you feel versus a diet aspect. Um, I just thought it was interesting that if you look at how children eat, they eat when they're hungry and they stop when they're full. Right. right. They innately just do this because they're not old enough to have, you know, emotional eating or the aspect of finishing your plate. So a lot of times, exactly what you said, you know, you look at your child and you say, nope, you can't leave the dinner table until you finish your whole plate. Right. And that kind of is what transfers over into adult life that you feel like compelled to just overeat and eat to the point of being stuffed. So, again, like not that it's good to waste food, but trying to just pay attention to really how food makes you feel and not get to the point where you're just overeating and feel, you know, feel gross and feel sluggish and feel overly stuffed. I eat like a child all the time. I make a mess. <laughs> no, hey, Chelsea, coming off the holidays, yeah. of course, the month of December with Christmas parties right. and holiday parties, exactly. um, you pay the price for that. Yep. You know, and everybody goes into that month knowing that you're going to get a little loose on your diet. Do you need to go crazy now, the opposite end of the pendulum, or you just ease off? No, yeah, that's exactly it. That's the whole point that, you know, around the holidays, like, you know, I don't eat perfect. My dad doesn't eat perfect. You don't eat perfect. That's what I'm getting at, that nobody, even you, are not perfect. So it's saying to yourself, you know, like, I'm going to indulge in maybe like one or two things as opposed to I'm going to indulge in everything I see for a week straight, you know, trying to like find that balance or even just... I'm going to have one plate of all of my favorite Christmas things, but not two, you know, going for that second plate. A lot of times that's the, where you just seem to draw the line and say to yourself, I don't need that second plate of macaroni and cheese. Right. Right. right? So now Um, in the month of January, we don't have to punish ourselves. Exactly. Because that's the kind of like that all or nothing mentality. Right. right? You don't have to go crazy, but you just have to get back to the basics. And again, this is really about training yourself, too, to think differently. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it starts with that. You know, you go, you're at a party, you go up to the table, you see all this food, and you have all these choices, and you gotta, you got to sometimes make those hard choices. The truth of the fact is the year is 365 days. New Year's is only one day out of the year. I mean, it's yep. like we get into this, this habit that, you know, we need to take a couple weeks and just indulge and then work our January. For me, in my business, the martial arts and the dojo is the busiest from January on through about June, and then everybody goes out and plays for a while during summer. But the bottom line is, is that we're always playing catch up, catching up, catching up, whether we should more or less be on a, a ritual of maintenance to just get back into eating the right foods and feeling better because you're eating the right foods. You Exactly. You know, you, you don't, when you go back and you finally get into a ritual where you're eating the right foods and you finally make a bad choice and you eat a bad meal or something that's cheap at Burger King or something like that. You go, oh my God, I'm not, that's, I'm not doing that again. You feel it right away. And exactly. It's, it's almost like training yourself to think differently. And my sister actually, she brought up a really good point, similar to like intuitive eating, that every meal is another chance to make a healthier choice. Yeah. So, you know, just because you ate a bad breakfast doesn't mean that you give up for the rest of the day, or just because it's Christmas doesn't mean that you give up for the rest of the month. Yeah, I like you know, that you can a lot. Still, you can still just, you know, make a choice meal by meal, you know? What would your um, sister's name be by chance? <laughs> Her name would be Nicole, and she's All a right. very smart woman. Yes, she is. Well, see, you know, um, that's the thing. We've got you as a resource in the family now, so you keep us all in shape. That's good stuff. Hey, I'll take it. So that brings us to what is called mindful eating. And this is something that whether you're relating it to diet or just 
regular everyday life, practicing mindfulness in general is kind of eye-opening. Um, I think that a lot of us just kind of, it's, it's hand to mouth. It's that thing looks good. I'm going to eat it. And there's not really any thought that goes into it. So really just, I think like one thing that helped one of my clients was she had like a, not necessarily binge eating, but she would just overindulge too frequently. And she would just say, you know, it just, it really sucks because like, I just like, I feel bad about it. Like I don't feel good. I feel guilty. I just don't feel good about it. And I said, you know, just start talking to yourself. You know, you're going to, might sound a little crazy, but a lot of times just saying to yourself, like, why am I eating? Am I eating out of hunger or am I eating out of stress? Am I eating out of boredom? You know, and then go on to how how is that piece of food going to make me feel? Is that one extra cookie going to make me feel good or is it going to make me feel not so great after? And that really stuck with her. And that's kind of one of those things that every time she's in that situation where it's just one too many overindulgences, she reminds herself like, you know, that's just not going to make me feel good. I'm going to refrain. And I think that that's one thing, too, that we can just all practice a little bit more is, you know, thinking about what we're doing before we do that. Right. Yeah, no, that's great advice. Um, you know, it's funny you're saying these things because they tie into everything, you know, everything we do, you know, mindfulness, just general mindfulness, mindfulness about what we eat, how we eat, how we feel afterwards, just paying a little bit more attention to what we're putting into our bodies because we expect a lot from our bodies. So yep. we should care a little bit more about what we put into it. You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's too one of the things that, you know, again, like when you're paying attention to how food makes you feel also try to, you know, flip it the other way and focus on food as fuel. You know, food can make you feel really good. Food can make you feel really energized and, you know, just all around better in life. Like I hear it all the time when people just cut out some of the crap. They come back to me and they're like, oh, my gosh, like my energy levels are so much higher. You know, it doesn't have to be so difficult. It can really just be like getting back to the basics and just thinking about how food makes you feel. Yeah, absolutely. When you so look basic. at Yeah. When you look at everything here in a nutshell now. You know, as we go into this particular time where we all take a healthy look at what we're doing in everything, um, again, you know, from A to Z real quick, what would your advice be specifically to food? Should we make our goals? We're going to really get crazy. We're going to drop down 30 pounds for January. How do we really approach this? What's the best mindset? So I think the best mindset, again, is just, you know, always like going again back to basics, focusing just on whole foods, focusing on fruits and vegetables, focusing on hydration, focusing on, you know, lean proteins, trying to get away from things that are high in added sugar, things that are really fried, you know, again, the foods that are going to make you feel not so great. And if you do get a craving, I, I you know, I live in Philadelphia. I love my cheesesteaks. If you get a craving for a cheesesteak every now and then, give in to your indulgence. You know, don't deprive yourself, but keep yourself in check with how frequently you're giving into those indulgences. Got to ask, um, where's your favorite place to get a cheesesteak? Ooh, I'm I a Pat's so girl. Pat's? Okay, okay. <laughs> There's also a really good place, Joe's Cheesesteaks um, in Fishtown. That's my close second. Okay. <laughs> See, you know, I've, I've tried a few. I've had a, a few in my life. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you're right, too. you got to give yourself, you know, it, it's hard to be so strict and so disciplined. Um, not everybody is built the same way or wired the same way. So, you know, you give yourself a treat every now and then. Exactly. Um, but, you know, you said a couple, you said whole foods. Whole foods. Yep. What does that mean? 
really it just means trying to get away from things that have a label. And or I know that that sounds difficult. Or but processed any, in any way, huh? Yeah or, yeah, or like super processed. You know, when you look at an ingredient list and there's like 17 things in the ingredient list and you only know one of them, that's probably something that you should put back. You know, <laughs> try to just keep it to things that are relatively like words that you can understand, ingredients that you know what they are. You know, it's not that you can always eat 100% clean all the time. But trying to just get away from like the cookies, the chips, the candy, the juice, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and this time of year too, it's dark out uh, around our area. People are, like you said, they're bored. They're sitting down. They're nervous. Yep. They're grabbing whatever. And um, I think snacks too are the worst thing in the world. So what we do is we just don't buy them. So I'll go. Yeah. To the, I'll go to the pantry or whatever to look for a snack. It's just not there. <laughs> I can't. I can't get what I can't get. <laughs> So I think a lot of it starts at the grocery store. A lot of your decisions exactly, start yep. at the grocery store. You don't want to do stuff, don't buy it. And exactly. don't have it. And you don't get it. Out of mind. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, um, hey, hey, this was really good. Good stuff, Chelsea. Thank you. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, Chelsea, thank appreciate you for having it. Me on. Yeah, we're going to do this again because it was a lot easier getting you from Philly on the phone than it is to get you in the studio. So, hey, happy new year. happy, happy new, new year. Happy New Year to you guys. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social media.com.